Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Mind Body Mastery Podcast. This is episode number 42. It is January 29th, and it is negative 20 degrees where I live. That is colder than Antarctica and Alaska. And, um, and so, yeah, breeze my little took us off, even though I'm blasting the furnace. And I realize we live in a very drafty house. So trying to stay warm with some tea and, uh, and some podcasting. So welcome, welcome to the show. And, um, just a couple of things before we get into today's episode. Um, just a little reminder to give me some love over on iTunes. You can pick as many stars as you like, the more the merrier, and you can write me a little love note. I read them all multiple times, and um, they just warm my heart, and they keep me motivated to continue this work. And um, also, I have a special treat coming for you in a couple of weeks. So I want you to join up with my Facebook group, Mind Body Masters, Mind Body is one word, to see um, the announcement that I'll make later on this week. And I am going to be requesting your feedback and I'm going to re be requesting your questions and your input. And I'm going to have a super special episode that I'll tell you all about um, on the post. So join me there and I can't wait to meet you. And, um, yeah. And then today I, I want to talk about one of my most beloved spiritual teachers. And one of his teachings is, um, found in a book that he wrote. His name is Matt Kahn and his book is entitled everything is here to help you. And I feel like this book is just, or even just that title is one of the key secrets to persevering on a pain journey or on any kind of healing journey or any kind of life journey. And so a couple things I want to say before I get into the show is just that number one, your pain is real. And I honor that. And your past is real. And I honor that. And your circumstances are very real. And I honor that. And everything you've ever wanted is real. And I honor that. Your journey is yours. You are a spiritual being who exists in your own personal human dimension. And your journey might be heartbreaking and it might be hard, but it's also beautiful and it's perfect. And if your pain journey or your healing journey is taking you maybe longer than you'd like, I just want to say that it is not because you're doing anything wrong. I'm going to say that again. If your journey is taking longer than you'd like, it is not because you are doing anything wrong. And 
And I know that it's hard to see how everything could be here to help you, but I want to encourage you to just keep an open mind and heart while you listen today. We all know that certain people who we see on, say, like Real Sports with Bryant Gumbel or America's Got Talent, what they do on, that, on those shows is they showcase people who are amazing. And what they do is they tell their story. And their story is usually equally amazing in that it was full of challenges and obstacles and pain and loss. But they overcame and they persevered and they became more resilient as a result and it transformed them and their path. And that's beautiful. And it's hard to see when we're in the thick of symptoms that pain could be here to help us or that adversity or loss or neglect or codependency could be here to help us. We might even see all of these things as just plain wrong. But I see pain and adversity as springboards for deeper transformation and truth. And so this episode is meant to honor where you've been. It is meant to honor how far you've come, but to also hold up a light to maybe kind of bring it into this cave that you're in and shine the light of awareness on maybe some of the gifts that exist right now within your adverse experiences. I think it's pretty much embedded in, in our collective unconscious that if we are experiencing pain or adversity, that it means we are doing something wrong or that we are in some way repaying for some karmic debt or that we are failing somehow and this is our payment. But when I say that your greatest challenges are your greatest springboards for transformation, I think somewhere deep inside of you that resonates on a cellular level. And this spiritual teacher of mine, Matt Kahn, he has that this, well, his first book is called Whatever arises, love that. And I think that's such a beautiful message for our emotions. And whether it's a negative emotion or a positive emotion, just if it's arising, it is asking for your love. And But his most recent book, Everything is Here to Help You, that, not necessarily the book, but just that title, is, I think, the key to helping us shift out of our stuckness, shift out of our pain. Your frustration is here to help you. Your pain is here to help you. Your anxiety is here to help you. Your failed relationship is here to help you, or it's left to help you. 
the judgment that's coming up for you right now is here to help you. Confusion that comes up for you is here to help you. Sadness and grief that comes up for you is here to help you. But so often we see these as symptoms instead of a part of our divine wholeness. Your crappy mood is helping you transmute that energy. Because maybe, just maybe, when you were little, you couldn't have a crappy mood. Otherwise, you wouldn't get dinner. And so it's part of your survival mechanism now to to not feel crappy. And so when you do, you feel like your survival is threatened. And so when a crappy mood arises, it is a gift. And now that crappy mood or those negative emotions have the sacred space and time that they need to be crappy without judgment. Your pain is here to help you because it is forcing you to slow down and take inventory of life. It is forcing you to stop and turn inward and tend to yourself lovingly and tend to your body lovingly and unconditionally. Back in the day, I would always say, everything is always working out for me. It was a mantra that I picked up from Abraham Hicks. And I would say it over and over, everything is always working out for me. I would put a note on my dashboard that said everything is working out for me. And I would look at it every day, all day. But there was always this secret caveat that when life threw me an unpleasant situation, that somehow this was the exception. And well, right now it's not working out. Like, say, for instance, when I was 18 and I was going to move across the country to Arizona to live with my boyfriend, and this boyfriend of mine was a dangerous kind of lifestyle fellow where he would, um, yeah, he did illegal, dangerous things. And I loved him. Or, you know, I, I loved him at the time and I, I wanted to move to Arizona, but the only way I could afford it at the time was if I got a student loan to study at this massage school out there. So I applied for the loan and it was supposed to come through the day before um, we left and I had lost it. They didn't approve the loan and, and I lost the relationship because he was already, he had his car packed, he was ready to go. And so I had a super crappy attitude about this situation. I thought this was uh, life working against me. But um, I think my mom would be pleased to know that I didn't move across the country with a drug dealer. And um, yeah, and my life is now super wonderful and happy. And perhaps it might have all fallen apart back then. So thank you for helping me, loan institution, for not allowing me to go down that path. Or let's see, the time that I first threw out my back and went through this terrible set of years in just daily chronic pain. I did not think everything was working out for me back then. And 
But now, in hindsight, I know that it brought me to develop this unwavering faith, not only in my body, but also in the idea that everything is here to help me. I believe that everything we want in life wants us right back. And it will all come to us in its own time, in spite of us, in spite of whatever spiritual gymnastics we do or whatever, you know, processes we do. I think whatever we want is on its way. And sometimes we just need to get out of the way and enjoy the party before it comes. So when life seems like it's in shambles for you and say a friend comes along and says, oh, I thought everything was always working out for you. What you can say is, yes, this is exactly how it looks when everything is working out. And when you think that everything is always working out for you, it just means that you exist now in a state of faith and excitement for what's about to unfold for you. A good analogy is like when my husband and I moved into the house that we currently live in and we tore it apart. It was all like separated rooms. So we wanted an open concept. So we started smashing down walls and little did we know that that was like the easiest part of the process. And we had a month and like 2000 bucks to get it all done before we moved in. And neither of us had any experience in renovating a house, but we had YouTube and a little bit of time And I was pissed. I had a lot of buyer's remorse. I would, I would be painting the walls and crying at the same time. It was like one of these sad situations. My shoulder was jacked up. It it was a bad time for my body. Um, And I wanted out so that I could go back to my rental apartment of comfort and sameness. But looking back, it's like we were just in process. We were in the process of of renovating our beautiful home that we live in today. And so when life feels uncomfortable, we tend to look at the renovation side of things and we blame ourselves for why things appear to be not working out. And we try so hard to then do self-improvement, thinking that it's something that we're doing or not doing um, that keeps us stuck. And eventually, life begins to work out again, and we get unstuck. And we falsely believe that it was all the self-improvement gymnastics that we performed that got us there. So then we exist in this constant state of I'm not enough unless I keep doing all these things to improve myself or I need to get to the next level of enlightenment or I need to get the next piece of knowledge before I will be blessed with the body that I want. I always think about it like, like there's this dog in the neighborhood who Um, barks like crazy out the window. And I try to move past that window as fast as possible just to not rile her up. Um, But she, I believe, thinks that with every bark, and I mean, all of our dogs do this, let's be honest, 
with every single bark, she is keeping away the evil. And so that's what we're doing when we're constantly trying to do things to improve ourselves. And so self-improvement can be this huge trap that says that, you know, if things aren't perfect for perfect in your life, that means that we're not working hard enough on improving ourselves and that we're somehow failing at, at living. And so the way that we can cultivate a peace and a higher perspective within our struggles is to first know that struggle is an important part of life and to know that because we're in a painful stage in our lives, it doesn't mean that we're doing anything wrong. But I think the most important thing that we can do is we can ask ourselves the question, how is this here to help me? How is my pain or my fatigue or my anxiety here to help me? How did losing my job help me? How did losing this relationship that I thought I loved so much help me? And when we begin to get curious and automatically just assume that everything is a gift for our path and for our highest evolvement, rather than a problem to be fixed and surgically removed, we develop faith. And faith is the language of the universe. And so your task right now is to remember and feel in your bones that every single struggle has peace on the other side of it. You cannot have any experience in a dualistic universe be one-sided. So we cannot experience just a life full of roses and peace all the time. It's seasons. We have seasons of, of pain and loss and struggle and joy and peace and love. And so your task right now is to arrive in a sacred space of faith of faith in your body, faith in your journey, faith in your path and knowing that everything that shows up for you is a guide and a helper, helping you to hold space for the things that enter your experience. How is this helping me? How is my coworker snapping at me, helping me? Well, it might be helping you to love yourself more, or it might be helping you to hold space for their hurt, or it's helping you to see how kind you are in the face of blatant judgment. And so um, Matt Kahn takes this practice one step further, and he teaches us to turn toward our greatest pain and our greatest struggle and our greatest challenge and to say to it, thank you for helping me. Thank you for helping me. 
life tries to prove to us over and over again how resilient we are. And every single thing we've survived is proof of how resilient we are. So I have a challenge for you to take on over the next couple weeks. I want you to notice every single time that you feel anxious or pained or hurt or sad or helpless or hopeless. And I want you to turn toward whatever it is that's coming up and say, thank you for helping me. When pain comes up, thank you for helping me. You feel anger arise and you say, thank you for helping me. You feel bitterness come into your experience and you say, thank you for helping me. You have a brand new symptom imperative come up for you and you say, thank you for helping me. You have a, an hour long period where you just feel fear. I want you to turn toward that fear and say, thank you. Thank you for helping me. You have someone come at you and yell at you. You can say to yourself or out loud, it'll totally rock their world. Thank you for helping me. You see something on the news that upsets you and you say, thank you for helping me. Maybe your partner shames you and you say, thank you for helping me. Your dog poops in the house. Thank you for helping me. Because when we know on a cellular level that life tends to work out eventually in spite of us, we can loosen our grip of control on the events of life and we can surrender. We are naturally shown this deep internal knowing that we're just under construction. We're, we're going through a renovation that is underway and that this experience is designed to open our hearts to experience the beauty of what's to come. So thank you for helping me. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for helping me. And just feel how that feels when you say that over and over to the experience of life. It reinstills your faith. It allows you to be softer with every experience as it arises. And it breaks down the walls that you have built up around your heart. And it rips off your armor that you have built up in your body says, hi, life. I know that everything that I experience is here to help me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to thank all of you for helping me. And I'll see you next week.